Welcome to the Faith for My Generation podcast, where our vision is to shake and shape a generation with the power of God's Word. We're on one mission, to raise up a generation of powerful believers through the relevant teaching of God's Word. I'm so thankful that you're here today. I'm your host, AJ. Let's get into the episode. Good morning. This is your wake-up call. Wake-up call 027. The way up is down. Wake up call 027, the way up is down. Hey, I'm thankful for everyone that's watching on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, uh, listening on the podcast channel, Faith for My Generation. If you are watching by way of video uh, on Instagram, hit the link tree, come subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Facebook watching by video, uh, there should be links in the description above to Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, We're everywhere, anywhere there are podcasts. We're there as well. Faith for my generation. I'm thankful that you're watching. I'm thankful that you're listening, podcast family. As you know now, I call you all the faithful. So I'm thankful for the faithful that are watching and listening. I've got a brand new wake-up call to start your week this week. I've been doing some reading, actually streaming some Bible reading on TikTok. If you've been listening to the podcast episodes, you know that. And so I've actually made my way through Matthew, Mark, and Luke doing that, uh, just live streaming, talking about it, reading through it, uh, interchanging with some interesting folk, <laughs> to say to say nonetheless, none the least, nonetheless or none the least. So anyway, so I'm reading through the book of Luke, and two different times Jesus mentions or states this kingdom principle. And that's what I want to look at today is is Luke chapter 14. And I'm going to read this parable. It's verses 7 through 11. Uh, Jesus teaches on humility, and it's the parable of the banquet, as it would be called in some study Bibles, or the, uh, the celebration. It's a parable about this man who goes to a banquet. He's invited to a banquet. Let's read it. Luke 14, verse 7. When Jesus noticed that all who had come to the dinner were trying to sit in the seats of honor near the head of the table, he gave them this advice. And Jesus says this, verse 8, When you are invited to a wedding feast, don't sit in the seat of honor. What if someone who is more distinguished than you has also been invited? The host will come and say, Give this person your seat. Then you will be embarrassed, and you will have to take whatever seat is left at the foot of the table. Instead, take the lowest place at the foot of the table. Then when your host sees you, he will come and say, Friend, we have a better place for you. Then you will be honored in front of all the other guests. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. I'm going to read that again, verse 11. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. It could also be translated that word, whoever exalts himself will be humbled or will be put down. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. If you continue reading, you'll see it again in Luke 18, 14. Jesus says the exact same phrase again. And so what we see is this is a kingdom principle. I'm borrowing this title for this wake-up call, The Way Up is Down, from Derek Prince. He was a mighty man of God. He has inherited glory. He is now in heaven, the place called heaven. He um, 
He was a British minister, had a long, long faithful ministry on the earth, wrote a lot of books. That's how I, that's how I know about him is through the books he wrote. And then, and then also there's a lot of teachings available that he has. A lot of them on YouTube. Go check them out, Derek Prince. And he has a teaching on humility and pride. And he uses, he came up, at least as far as I know, he came up with this title or this kingdom principle. And I, I really, really like it. The way up is down. In the kingdom of God, the way up is, in da- is down. The way up is down. You know, that's the complete opposite of natural inclination. Uh, uh, the spirit of this world, the spirit of air uh, in, the, in the kingdom of Satan, that's the complete opposite, right? Um, people step on other people to climb a ladder of success. People sneak and lie, cheat, conniving, backbiting, slanderous, in hopes that they can get ahead. But that's not the way it works in the kingdom of God. It's not way, that's not the way it works for you, the believer, the Christian. In order for you to go high with God, if you want to be exalted, if you want to go high with the Lord, it will only come by humility. Now, let's talk about what humility is. Humility is not some false uh, religious pride. Oh, well, bless the Lord, I'm just nothing but dirt. No, th- that's not humility. Humility is being aware of who you are and who you're not, that you're not better, and you're not necessarily worse than anyone else either, but you're not better than other people just because I'm better than this person or that person. You understand it's by the grace of God that you've received the light and the knowledge of the Word of God. Well, you are where you are today by the grace of God. I am where I am today by the grace of God. That doesn't mean that I didn't do faithful works. Uh, you understand faith and works are, cannot be separated. Faith without works is dead, and so dead faith produces nothing, just like a dead tree won't produce fruit. So I'm not saying that you just sit around on your couch and God uh, sees that you're humble and just promotes you through life. You're still going to have to put your hand to the plow. You're still going to have to work. You have to be diligent. You're going to be faithful in what you do. But you don't do it from a place of pride. You don't do it from a place of an evil heart of pride. Because humility is the key to advancement in the kingdom of heaven. If you want to advance in the kingdom of heaven on this earth, in this life, you're going to have to be humble. Notice, it's not in eternity that when you'll be promoted or receive advancement. Humility is not reserved. The blessing of humility is not reserved for the for eternity. It's reserved for life here on earth. And when you choose to do things the way God says to do them, to prefer others above yourself, 1 Corinthians 13, or it's Ephesians 5, excuse me, Ephesians 5, when it's talking about husbands and wives, prefer one another above yourself. Naturally, you want to prefer yourself. I want to be first. But when you humble yourself, and that's a good example, in marriage, I humble myself to serve my wife. Well, God says, well, he's being a good husband. I'll bless him. I'll promote him. I'll strengthen him. See, God is a rewarder of those who believe in him. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please God, for you must believe that he is, and a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. God is a rewarder. If you don't believe that God is a rewarder, then you don't believe what the Bible says. And then you have to ask yourself, do I really believe the God of the Bible? 
No, know this. God is a rewarder. David, King David, when he killed Goliath, before he killed Goliath, he point blank asked, what will be given to the man who kills this uncircumcised Philistine? David asked what the reward would be. Well, the daughter will let you marry his, or excuse me, the king will let you marry his daughter, so you instantly become the son-in-law of the king, and you don't have to pay taxes for the rest of your life. Well, guess what? Yeah, I'm going to tell you what. I would slay some giants just for that, that benefit. Not having to pay taxes? I mean, come on. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen up in here. <laughs> but David asked what the reward was. God is a rewarder. The kingdom of heaven has a system of rewards. Galatians 6, 7. Be not deceived. God will not be mocked. Whatsoever man sows, that shall he also reap. Grace does not undo the reward system that is in the kingdom of heaven. We're all equal at the foot of the cross, but that does not mean that we stay on level playing field, honestly. Because by the way that you yield and obey to the truth of God's word will determine what you receive in this life. I have a couple tomato plants on my back patio, which means I have a handful of tomatoes that come ripe about every two weeks. I do not have as many tomatoes that are ripe and ready to eat as someone who has 25 plants. Why do I not have as many as they do? Because they planted more. And in the kingdom of God, there are many keys to advancement, and one is, one is humility. Humility is, honestly, the most pure form of humility is to submit to God's word. When you say, Lord, I actually believe, when you obey God's word, what does that mean? You're saying, Lord, I actually believe you above everyone else, or even myself, what I feel, maybe I have some unrenewed thoughts, maybe I feel this way or that way, but I choose to believe you and I'm going to live according to your word because I choose to believe that you know best. That's humility. Humility is putting others before yourself. Humility is going into a place like here in Luke 14 and not expecting to sit in the highest seat. I learned this from my father whenever he would go visit other churches, uh, in some churches, it's just the culture that if you are a visiting pastor, you go tell the pastor, and the pastor will let you sit up on the on the platform with him. And in some churches, that's just the culture. My father never did that. Um, he just went, like if he's going to go visit, he's going to visit and be a part of the service. He's, he's going to sit where everyone else sits, though he's a pastor. So if you don't know this, my father's a pastor as well. And so when he goes... <clears throat> He, he doesn't expect to be put in a place of honor. In fact, he doesn't want to be acknowledged. He doesn't want, oh, we got Pastor Bible here with us as well. He doesn't want that. So I learned that from him. So actually, my wife and I just earlier this year, we went to go visit, and we're in Georgia, and we're visiting a church, and uh, we're in re- for a revival service. And, I, and I'm coming out of the restroom, and I get, and I'm passing by the evangelist, mighty, mighty man of God, Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. Uh, count him as a friend in the faith, uh, and an elder of the faith. And I'm passing by, I just bump his arm just to say, "Hey," because he was talking to someone. I, I had no desire to stop him. We're about to get ready to service. I didn't want to be late. And he pulls me over. So I starts talking to me. Then he introduced me to the gentleman he's speaking to, which is the pastor of this wonderful church. And I get to talk to him. And he asked me where I'm sitting, and then they move us. 
Well, where we sat the first night, we sat. We just found a, a precious lady sat us down. We we had a nice seat, wonderful. But I didn't go. Well, bro, bless God, brother. You know, I'm I'm pastor coming up from Lawrence, and I would like to sit up front here. Yeah, I got another seat up front. No, I didn't. I just sat where the seats were free. <laughs> Not that they charged for the seats, but where they were open is what I should say. The seats were open. We just found a seat open, sat down, enjoyed the service. I had no intentions of being put here or there. But by the grace of God, I did. And thank God, hey, I enjoyed it. Wonderful. But that's the same point. It's the same principle here. When you show up, don't just expect to be, you know, the honor, the honored guest of the night. Rather, just, hey, just go in. Get, find the low spot, find the open place, the free place, and then the master of the party comes and says, hey, what are you doing sitting over here? Come sit with me. And that's far better than sitting up at the front of the table and say, uh, AJ, uh, glad to have you here, but look, could you sit on the near the bathroom exit? Uh, we actually, I saved this seat for someone else. Oh, well, yeah, sure, sure. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, let me move. Embarrassing. Even Jesus said that would be embarrassing. Because the principle is here, if you exalt yourself, you will be humbled. If you puff yourself up, pride puffs, it, your, puffs you up. 1 Corinthians 13 says, though, that love does not puff up. In other words, pride is not found in love. So when you walk in love, you will prefer people above yourself. You will honor other people. You, you will help people. You won't be too busy to help people. I, I have to admit, I've done that. I've fallen trapped to that idea. Well, I would stop and help that person, but I'm too busy. You know what? Maybe there's some times where I have to be here or there because I've said I would and gave my word. But I try to make a point. I want to help people. I want to love people. I want to reach out to people because I want someone to do it to me. And I, and I don't expect everyone to always help me, always serve me. I want to be like Christ. Jesus said, even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. And I want to serve. I want to help people. I want to love people. I want to pour myself out for the sake of others. And when you do that, you'll be exalted. Now, we notice, as I said, humility is the key to advancement in the kingdom of heaven. But you need to know this as well. Pride is a killer. Pride is a killer. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 23. Let me read it for you. Proverbs 29, verse 23. There's actually two verses in Proverbs I want you to see. The second one may be more familiar, but let me read this to you. Second point, pride is a killer. Humility is the key to advancement in the kingdom of heaven, but pride is a killer. Proverbs 29, 23, a man's pride will bring him low, but the humble in spirit will retain honor. Proverbs 16, 18 says this, This one you probably know. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. Better to be of a humble spirit, verse 19, with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. Pride's a killer. Pride will destroy you. Pride will puff you up and put you in a place of compromise, and it will bring destruction to you. Pride is a killer. In fact, James chapter 4, verse 6 tells us this, that when we, when we allow ourselves to be... Um, 
how, how should I say this? When we allow ourselves to be filled with pride, when we allow ourselves to be infected with pride is what I was looking for. If we allow ourselves to be infected with pride, it brings destruction. James 4 verse 6 says this, but he gives more grace. You want more grace? All right, here's how. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. God resists the proud. If you want to be at odds with God, allow yourself to be infected with pride. Allow your heart to be puffed up. Allow pride to contaminate your thoughts and your life. First Peter 5, 6 says, first, excuse me, First Peter 5, 5 says this, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Both of those are quotes of Proverbs 3.34. Then he says this, verse 6, Therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Humble yourself. When you humble yourself under the hand of God, he will exalt you in due time. Now ask yourself this, if God is exalting you, can anyone stop you? Satan can't stop you. Wicked people of this world set, who are set out against the things of God can't stop you. You want, to be, you want to become unstoppable? Humility will make you unstoppable. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that He may exalt you in due time. Humility will make you unstoppable. Because humility will put you in the place that the hand of God is exalting you in due time. But pride will destroy you and bring you to a swift end. It will not take you high. It will take you low. And it's this simple. Humility attracts the presence of God. This is the last verse I want to read. Isaiah 57. This is actually the first time I've seen this verse in this way. Isaiah 57, verse 15. That's what I love about the Word of God. It's alive. It's living. And the more you study it, the more you learn. You, you never come to an end of learning the Word of God. You just keep getting deeper understanding of these powerful, profound truths. Isaiah 57, 15 says this, Thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a contrite and a humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. This is actually talking about repentance to the backslide, uh, the, the backslider who comes humbly and repents, and there's restoration and healing. But you can see, again, this principle. God dwells in a high and holy place and with the humble. Humility attracts the presence of God. Humility attracts the presence of God. Put yourself in a place of humility, and you will put yourself right smack dab in the presence of God. And that's where I want to be. I know that's where you want to be. Hey, I'm so thankful that you joined me today. And remember, stay humble. Stay holy. Yield on the power of the Holy Spirit to humble yourself. And as you humble yourself, though it may look like it's according to world standards, how am I going to get ahead if, I, if I'm humble and help those who don't quote-unquote deserve it? Or do this or do that. How am I going to get ahead? 
trust in God. Know that He will exalt you with His almighty right hand. Humble yourself, and you'll see yourself advance in the kingdom of God. Hey, I'm thankful that you listened. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful week. We'll catch you Thursday. And remember, we are the faithful. See you next time. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Faith for My Generation podcast. Remember, every Monday I've got a brand new wake-up call for you, and every Thursday I've got a brand new episode right here on Faith for My Generation podcast. And remember, we are the faithful.